Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Christy Hennemeyer, who was married at Walt Disney World in a Christmas-themed wedding. So in honor of Christmas this week, I wanted to chat with Christy and talk about how she chose that theme and how she was able to incorporate it in her wedding to give you ideas if that's something you're interested in doing for your wedding. So welcome, Christy. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show today. First, I'm always curious to know how you decided that you wanted to get married at Walt Disney World at all. Well, actually, when we were on our first Disney trip together, we were riding from, well, going to Magic Kingdom on the ferry boat, and we saw the wedding pavilion, and we just loved it. So once we started planning our wedding, Disney just felt right to us. We looked into having a wedding at home, but... That didn't really make us happy. It was just too complicated. And when we were speaking with Disney's wedding consultants, we were going back and forth a lot between two different packages, the Escape and the Wishes package. And we actually just decided to do the Wishes one so we wouldn't have to worry about trying to limit our guest count. And we also liked that we could plan our reception and other events like our dessert parties or Disney weddings. So... That's pretty much how we decided. It was very easy for us. It was convenient. Disney handled everything for us. And we just wanted like a small, intimate wedding. So it was perfect for us. That's great. So it sounds like it was pretty easy for you guys to decide on a Disney wedding. How did your friends and family react when they found out that's where it was going to be? They were actually excited and they were a little surprised. Most people didn't realize that you could have a Disney wedding. And some people just assumed that You would get married at the castle or like Mickey would officiate, but everyone just, they really loved the idea and they were excited about it, I guess, because it's so different. Oh, that's great. That's good that you got such a positive reaction. Yeah. We didn't have anyone say anything negative, even people that, you know, we briefly speak to or don't know very well. They just, you know, they love the idea of a Disney wedding. Wow. That's great. Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? Well, we love the wedding pavilion, so it just felt right to have our ceremony there. And we even went back and forth a bit when we were deciding. So we were considering Epcot, but I love the the elegance and the grandness at the wedding pavilion. And I was also really worried about rain, so I didn't want to have to move to a location that I didn't plan on getting married in. And for our reception, we wanted somewhere that was close to the ceremony, so we didn't have to provide for additional transportation. And I also wanted something that was similar to the same style of the wedding pavilion. So originally, I wanted to do the white hole room and patio, but when we went to book it, that was taken by a convention. So we had, I think, a choice between the St. James room, Ariel's, or Narcoozie's. So we picked Narcoozie's because it overlooks Magic Kingdom, and it's on the water. And it's also a very short walk from the wedding pavilion. That's great. And you mentioned you added a dessert party? We did. Ours was in Epcot at the United Kingdom Terrace, 
And we actually loved it. Aside from the ceremony itself, it was what was my favorite part of the day, and our guests loved it. And everything about it, all the desserts were chocolate. (laughs) Wow, that sounds awesome. (laughs) It was. (laughs) That's great. How many guests did you have? We had 20 plus one two-year-old. Okay. Oh, that's a nice, small, manageable size. Yeah, we're going to have a home reception, but we wanted to have our wedding with immediate friends and family. Right. And then fewer of them have to travel, so that's good. Yeah. Now, you guys had a Christmas-themed wedding. Can you tell me a bit about how you decided that's what you wanted to do and then how you incorporated it into the wedding? We decided December 1st because that's when, to me, the holiday season officially starts. And Kevin has always wanted a summer wedding, and I've always wanted a winter wedding. So to have it in Disney, but with like a Christmas, holiday, winter theme just was perfect for both of us. So... We tried to do as many details as we could with a Christmas holiday snow theme. So our colors were red and gold, and we had some a little bit of green and silver. Our welcome bags had Tis the Season to be Married written on them, and some of the info sheets we put into them matched that theme as well. And for our flowers, the bouquets, the boutonnieres, or the, the corsages, those were black velvet roses, red spray roses and white roses, and we had hypercom berries, I think it's called. Our streamer burst was red and green, and that was actually a surprise to everyone. For our guest book, we actually did silver ornaments that we asked everyone to write a small note on so we could hang them on our first tree this year. Ah. And our reception floral, that was a mix of holiday greens and the same roses that we used in the bouquets, The red roses, I had them dust with snow, or fake snow, and the white ones, (laughs) we had sprayed with silver glitter. That's great. Did Disney do your bouquets? They did, and they came out beautiful. Now, did Disney suggest the snow idea, or was that something you came up with? Or I I just love that idea of dusting the flowers with snow. The snow idea was actually my idea. I actually did ask Disney to make it snow and they told us that they could but it was way too expensive Mm. so we told them not to do that but i was looking on their floral website and i saw that one of the bouquets you could have delivered had snow dusting on it so that's where i got the idea from and i asked them to do it and they said of course that's awesome how would the snow have worked if you had done that so they said it would be a system that they would just kind of put together and hang in the wedding pavilion, kind of similar to the streamers or the confetti burst, but they had to assemble it a certain way and then it would release. They didn't tell me what it would be, so I'm not sure if it would be like a confetti mixture, but that was all they told me. Interesting. Do you remember how much that was? They told me it was $2,000 minus the snow. So you'd have to pay for the snow on top of that, and how long would it have lasted for? I didn't even ask him that. I just told him not to do it. <laughs> you were like, $2,000? Nope. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's, it sounds magical, but if it was only for, like like you say, if it was like a confetti burst where it lasted a few seconds, then yeah. wow. I'm assuming it would have been very, very similar because it would just be released the same way. Right, right. So you had red and green streamers. Did they, they use the uh, confetti cannons for those at your exit? We had them right after the ceremony during the recessional. And you're not allowed to use confetti in the wedding pavilion anymore, so we had to do the streamers. Oh, interesting. 
it's funny because streamers kind of make a mess too. <laughs> yeah, they said it's much easier for them to clean up rather than confetti that gets everywhere and it takes too long. Right. So that's why they're no longer allowing confetti. That makes sense. If every single wedding slot is filled that day, they don't have a lot of time to suck yeah. up all that confetti. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they said. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me more about your reception decor and how you brought that Christmas touch. So most of everything was red and green. Our napkins were red and green. Our floral was red and green. We had Disney create chocolate favors, but we also did our own that we put, well, we made pixie dust favors that we put into small silver and white gift boxes that had snowflakes on them. We had Mickey and Minnie there, and we requested that they would be in their holiday outfits. So... Everywhere we could, we tried to have everything red, gold, and then our decor as red and green. And did you find it hard? Because I know sometimes brides talk about when they're doing a themed wedding, it's hard not to go toward like kids party or Christmas party. Did you have any trouble with that? Or did you feel like it was pretty easy to keep it on the side of like classy wedding versus, you know, holiday party? I definitely wanted something that was very elegant and classy. And not that it was difficult to do that theme. It was just expensive. So a lot of things I was requesting that we ended up taking out of our floral BEO, it was expensive. So it wasn't hard to create the idea. It was just too expensive to afford it. So there are a lot of things that we took off that we originally did have on our bill. Interesting. Do you have any tips for someone who might also be interested in doing Christmas on a budget? I really feel like less gave more of a presence. Um, We did minimal, minimal decor because we were in a restaurant. So that did help. We didn't have to add too much. We weren't in a ballroom where we had to add so much draping or lighting or additional decor just to kind of make the space our own. And tablecloths, we only did for our table and the cake table and all the other tables were plain. We just kind of tried to enhance what we were doing, and minimize everything else. That's great. So can you give me a timeline of how the day ran? It was such a long day. (laughs) Hair and makeup started at 4, and I think I went to bed at 1.30 that night, so I really didn't have much sleep at all. And they finished by 6, and then room service was delivered. And then our photographer came for getting ready shots around 7, and somewhere in between all that, my bouquet was delivered. I'm not even sure when. Family photos started at 8. So my husband's side of the family and his side of the bridal party went first. And then I did a first look with my dad after that. And then it was time for my bridal and family photos. We had a car that picked up my mom and I and that took us over to the wedding pavilion. And I'm not sure what time we got there or how long we were there for. But the ceremony started and I didn't even realize that. All of a sudden, it was just my turn to go behind the doors, and it all went by so fast. After the ceremony, we took pictures with everyone at the wedding pavilion, and then our guests were taken to Narcuzzi's. Our reception was only three hours, so we were done by two. And then our dessert party was that night, so it started at 8.30, and we had time in between. So during that time, we just went back to our hotel. We tried to relax, and we watched the live stream of our wedding. So our day started at 4, and then it ended at 10 o'clock that night. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, you mentioned your guests were taken to Narcoosis from the wedding pavilion. I often see people who are considering using Narcoosis ask, is that walk really long? Like, do they need to get golf carts for elderly people? Or <laughs> um, I actually did have those concerns as well. I was concerned if it was raining because it was such a long walk. And also, my grandfather is blind. My mom just had knee surgery. Some of our other guests would have had some issues walking. They told us that they could get a car to drive from the wedding pavilion to the main entrance of the Grand Floridian, and they would still have to do the walk back. So they didn't mention anything about carts or anything else that they could do. Hmm. It was just pretty much our guests would have to do the walk. And they were okay? (laughs) Yeah, they were fine. (laughs) That's cool. And then another question that I see a lot about Narcoosis is how do you decorate it or how do you set it up because it's sort of a narrow crescent and then there's this elevated center portion. Did you find that was tricky? Do you have any tips about that? It was. It was my biggest concern. And a month before the wedding, I just had like a breakdown about it and I wanted to change our reception location (laughs) because I was worried it wouldn't look right and we were never there before so I wasn't sure how the space would come together. So I did a lot of research online about how other people set up their tables. We had to rearrange our floor plan from what we originally asked for but we had our pre-reception on one end of North Lucy's and then you just kind of slide down for the reception part and then they keep the food down at the other end of it because it's it's only really one bit in the restaurant and up on the second tier the higher tier they had the violinist or if we had a DJ, they would have had that set up there Oh, I see. So if you had a DJ, the DJ would have been up there. So just yeah. just the music. Did people go up there to dance or was there, it was more of a casual, not really a dancey reception? We're not dancers and we had a violinist. So the only dancing that we did do was with Mickey Minnie and then for our main song. So our planner suggested that we go to the upper tier because there's more space, but I asked that we just stay between our table and the K table, and that was fine for us. That's great. Now, you spoke a little bit about the saving money with the decor. Were there any other aspects of your wedding where you splurged or where you saved money? There's definitely areas where we splurged. Since we were having a Disney wedding, I definitely wanted to have Mickey Minnie, and having the park shoots were a definite must for us. And a dessert party. I just feel like those were experiences that you won't get anywhere else. And it's once in a lifetime. So I wanted to have those with our wedding. We also focused on having different things at our wedding. So we didn't have a DJ. We had a violinist. We did the streamer burst that you don't really see at many weddings. We had Major Domo. We had also the welcome party. We had a dessert party. And we had a farewell breakfast. So we tried to keep our guests not entertained, but not a very long party, just something that's very, very different from most other weddings and an experience that they would love. Definitely. A couple questions about that. Where did you have your bridal portrait sessions? Which parks did you use for that? I'm actually scheduled to have all of them, but the ones I've done so far, I did Animal Kingdom, and then the following day we did Hollywood Studios in Epcot. That's great. And then you're going to do Magic Kingdom later on? 
Yeah, we have to go back because our dates were blacked out. Oh, yeah, that's tricky, especially at the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about, you said you had a welcome party and a farewell breakfast. Do you plan both of those through Disney? The farewell breakfast was at Ohana, but we chose not to do it through our wedding planner or through Disney weddings. The welcome party was, though. We had our rehearsal and welcome party at Tamu Tamu Courtyard. Oh, nice. In Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Did you have any entertainment with that? or We didn't. We could have had a DJ or someone come in and, you know, play for us or have live music or something like that. But we chose not to because we wanted to have the extra money spent on the wedding. So this was just more of like a casual, like, everyone's here. Let's meet each other. Let's have some fun. Let's relax a little bit. We had a buffet dinner and our rehearsal was right before it. So... It was great, and our guests loved it because you get to go into the park after hours, right? and it's such a different experience. Like the dessert party, it's something that's uniquely Disney. Yes. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? My favorite memory is that during the ceremony, my husband almost cried, and I think I was the only one who could see that, but... um. After the ceremony and the reception, we watched our live stream. And during that, before it all started and the taping just started going, you could hear our officiant tell Kevin, you know, this is what to do if I cry. And then I was fine in the wedding. I thought I would be the one to cry. I thought I would be the one very emotional, but it was actually him. And it was so sweet. And I just wasn't expecting it. And just to see, you know, the love in his eyes and he doesn't show his emotions so much. So just to see that was my favorite part of the day. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? We actually had an issue for our welcome party. We had to provide transportation. So all of our guests were meeting us at our resort, but at two different times. Because one set of the transportation left for the rehearsal and the second set of transportation left for the welcome party. And they actually forgot some of our guests. <gasps> so <laughs> there's a, like, um, a miscommunication about where exactly they would be meeting everyone. I was told in the lobby, which our guests were waiting in the lobby, but then the drivers were standing outside and they just left without some of our guests. And once we found that out, we told our planner, and then she just took care of it. But I think that's our only issue. That's great. Well, it's good nothing went wrong on the actual wedding day. No. <laughs> was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? I was actually worried about having our reception in a restaurant instead of a ballroom. I just, I was worried that it wouldn't feel like a wedding. And I'm actually very, very glad now that we did have it at Narcuzzi's because we can always go back there and remember our wedding. I also was really focused on small details like charger plates and napkin rings and plastic snowflakes and ornaments on the tables and we ended up taking them off and I'm so glad that we did because that's not anything that our guests would have noticed. They were just amazed by other details like how well the floral, you know, was put together and how pretty everything is and they loved our cake and you know, these small details is not anything that our guests would notice or not notice know that we could have had the option for. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I actually know a lot more about different venues for events now between a lot of information that you provide and being in 
different Facebook groups for Disney brides. There's a lot of information that I know now that I didn't know at all when I was planning. So I'm not sure if we would have changed our locations because I do love them now, but I might have considered something different. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? You should definitely let Disney handle everything. They know what they're doing and everything turns out absolutely beautiful. I think when we walked into our reception, we had our first dance right away and I started crying because of how beautiful everything looked. And I'm a planner and I don't like to give up control. And you just have to with Disney because they handle everything. And it was so difficult for me to do that. But, you know, everything just turned out amazing and beautiful. Also, don't check out of your resort room in the morning of your wedding. It's a really bad idea. I did that. We had two rooms, and I chose my room because it was bigger, and I thought it would just be very easy to, you know, move my stuff out of the room, but there was so much going on that morning that, you know, I wish I didn't do that. And also, definitely get video of your wedding. We weren't sure if we were going to do that or not, and we ended up deciding to, and we also had a live stream done, and just being able to go back and watch it right away, there were things that we missed or we forgot or didn't notice just because we were so in the moment of our wedding that, you know, video captures so much more than photos do. And I'm so glad that we have that. Yeah, that's great advice. And I think I know for a lot of us, video is something we add at the last second and then we're so yeah. glad we have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yes, I'm a member of the Facebook group Disney Brides Diary, so I post a lot of my pictures there. Well, Christy, thank you so much for taking the time to share the story of your wedding. I think it's really instructive for anyone who wants to plan a Christmas wedding or any type of Disney wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.